of the uh, Thursday edition of the Uncoachables podcast. A uh, little late, but better late than never. We're in here, finally. Amen. Amen. Um, for those of you listening, I'm Milo. I got my man Matt over here who just painted his entire pot area, so <laughs> the walls are no longer white. <laughs> Moving in the right direction. I see boxes have been moved. Shit is happening. Oh, we're, we're getting Shit there. Happening. After uh, six months, I'm finally moving into my house, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, lucky for you, dude. I'm actually potting for my own home for once, which is great. So <laughs> uh, this is a nice step. This is a step in the right direction. Um, we got know. a fun show. We got a little fun show tonight. We're doing a YOLO show because it's been a weird week uh, or weird second half of the week for us. Um, Want to talk some some NBA offseason, some big headlines coming in from Houston. Uh, I wanted to uh, get Matt's take on my MLB team of the year. And uh, last but not least, we'll do it. We'll be doing every Thursday until the end of football season is talking picks. Um, but before we start, I got to do something before, that I usually leave for the end of the show. Uh, I released the project officially on Monday. Uh, it's called Normalcy. Uh, I decided to wait until after the election, but I didn't realize that after the election would mean that we would be in an election for another 72 days. So um, it's it's out because, you know, life is crazy. So you That's can check so it out. That's so good, too. Thank you. Thank you. It's ctbmusic.bandcamp.com. The album is free, so you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. But if you feel like donating a little something, something to your boy, um, you know, that'd be cool, too. The link is – if you're watching uh, live on the Twitch feed, there's also a link um... – underneath the page there underneath the video sweet and maybe if you can maybe we'll throw a link into the spotify uh something or another when we post the episode i don't know if you're allowed to do that shit or not um i don't know great we'll figure it out anyway matt yeah what if i told you what if i told you let's just cue the fucking horror horror uh, horror movie music what if i told you that James Harden and Russell Westbrook were never meant to play together. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so that'd be the shortest 30 for 30 in the history of anything. <laughs> It'd be nine seconds long of D'Antoni being like, I fucking told him. <laughs> so yesterday, um, at some point, apparently, um, I forget his name, uh, Charnia or whatever, Shams Charnia. Um, who works for The Athletic, came out and he posted an article. And this was the most compelling quote from the whole thing. And I'll read it to you directly. And I want to get your take on this quote. Westbrook has informed team officials that he has been uneasy about the team's accountability and culture and wants to join a team where he can have a similar role to his prior floor general role in Oklahoma City. So by floor general, does he mean give me the damn ball and let me shoot 40 times a game? Is that, Bingo. Is that what he means? Yeah, so exactly he's certainly he going to the Knicks then. Like, there's no other option at this point, right? I don't see. Well, he can end up in three places, in my honest opinion. The first place would be Phoenix. The second place would be Sacramento. The third place would be the Knicks. Now, Matt, what do all three of those teams have in common? I can rule two of those out right now, though. So Sacramento likes De'Aaron Fox. Dude is pretty good. Uh, but you, you the, can't pass up. Wait, hold the on. The Suns are trying Wait. to trade for CP3. I saw that, but but that also that doesn't put that doesn't put Booker in a good situation in his own ball, ball handling right either. So if I'm Booker and they bring in CP3, I'd be like, all right, so I can leave now. 
<laughs> or just stand in the corner and uh, wait for the ball to shoot it. I don't think that's his game. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think that's his game. That's <laughs> not, not his game. But, I mean, it, you'd be really hard done to pass up on a Hall of Famer, right? A guy that's been averaging a, like a double-double, triple-double just about every game for the last, what, like two years, three years almost? Like, <sighs> he's a Hall of Famer. There's no question. But he's a choker. And the only thing you need to do with Russ is just ask him to shoot. And teams do that with him in the playoffs, and he fucking fails year in and year out when he gets bounced out by Dame, when he got bounced out by Oklahoma City the year before, when he tried to take it to the Lakers. Like, it just doesn't work, right? So, where do you go? Where does Russ go? I mean, somebody will pay money to have him on their team, but the biggest problem with him is he's, he's over 31 now, I think. Uh, and his skill set is just to be more athletic than everyone else on the floor. And that doesn't age well. So do you want to be paying 25 to 35 mil a year for a guy who is maybe a year or two away from giving out and not being able to out jump the other guy anymore? Yeah. I mean, so he's destined for the mix. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that is, I think that's definitely like an a one possibility. The Knicks will give up a fuck ton of assets, probably the first round pick. Um, and like, you know, whoever in order to get Russ, I don't necessarily think that So like the problem here. And I think this is fascinating is like, you know, they let, so Daryl Morey left, they decided not to give D'Antoni another extension. Um, they brought in Raphael stone, who is like, I don't know if you've read anything about him. He's a fucking lunatic. Like he's a weirdo, like a straight up, like just gm weirdo and then a first year coach and steven silas like if you're any player in houston you're like okay so y'all just throw in the towel on the season huh like we you you just don't give a fuck like we just don't give a fuck huh like i just had the i just had the russ uh destination winner put into chat here uh during live stream and it is the milwaukee bucks all you need is one year you just need him to be healthy for you just need to be healthy for one year to show Giannis that you're serious about building a contender, and then Giannis resigns the the max deal. All you need is one you year. Th- you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, how much do you think? Milwaukee, what would Milwaukee have to give up to even tempt? Oh, oh, dude, I don't know. They have a lot of free agents too, so it's not like they have a ton to bargain with as their roster have currently stands. <laughs> yeah, yeah they have nothing. They have no picks. They have nothing. There's nothing there for them to get. Fortunately, I Bledsoe. Bledsoe, DiVincenzo. I don't think they get rid of DiVincenzo. He's too young. But Bledsoe, I I could see Bledsoe and maybe something else. It's just wild. It's just wild. I I mean, that Milwaukee's not a bad pick. All right, so, like, the the three that I threw out, I think were just me putting Russ on teams that suck because I I don't like Russell Westbrook. I I really – I love his his competitive nature, and I think the the guy's like a fucking lunatic. And and that's something that we haven't seen in the NBA for, like – 10 years maybe like until he came into the league or whatever but realistically speaking i don't see i don't see a world where he ends up anywhere interesting that's like oh wow this is really gonna this is really gonna make sense like the clippers have been floating around but i don't think the clippers want him because like it's he's still gonna stay in the west and that's fine the clippers makes make sense i that's a follow-up for sure that's very true orlando could afford him 
He's not going to Orlando. <laughs> no. The Washington Wizards can't afford him. He's not. Well, no, he's not going to Washington. They have John Wall. Wall will be back this year, and Bradley Beal is all world it, at the two. He's not going to Washington to ride the bench. None of those there guys is can, one other. None of those guys can play the three, so no. There is one last viable option that, that could. That could. What the fuck is happening right now? There's one last viable option that could very much ruin everyone's life over the next year uh, because it would be this head coach's final year in the NBA. San Imagine Antonio? Giving Russell... Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. No. <laughs> Imagine going to Popovich, yo, listen, we just fixed the Spurs. Here's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> what are you going to trade for? Are you going to trade LaMarcus Aldridge? The Rockets aren't going to take that. And DeMar DeRozan? I don't know if they'd put DeRozan in that. I think Plus, they have, have the, the they, they have a pretty good kid at point guard. Uh, his name escapes me, but they have a kid who's pretty good at point guard. I don't know if they uh, 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 Dejounte Murray. Dejounte Murray, yeah, 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 Dejounte Murray, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's crazy though, because like I'm looking at his stats line right now, and like he has Hall of Fame numbers. It's just crazy to think how poisonous a guy could be. And like I, I mean, okay. All things considered, if Russ can stay healthy for four years, five years, I think he could be just as effective in those four or five years as he has been over the last ten years, right? Uh, uh, if he if he can stay healthy, do you think it's that questionable? Because like I mean, he's done a fairly good job over the last few years of staying he's, healthy-ish. He's just so violent with his motions and his movement and. Everything he does is just violent and angry. Uh, all right. So who was more violent, Derek Rose or or, uh, or uh, Westbrook? Oh, Westbrook. Really? Yeah, yeah. There was there was like a there was a real smoothness to D Rose's game when he was in his prime. His dunks and all were, were vicious, and and you know he'd slam it down and all. But there was a real smoothness to his game that was like, uh, that guy could have been otherworldly without his injury. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think really I've talked does. myself into Milwaukee. Really? I, oh, yeah. I, I think I've talked myself into Milwaukee. I, I like it. I, I, I like would... it now. I'm glad it was thrown out there. I, they, that is they, a good choice. They should have cap room because they have a ton of free agents. And they have, they still have guys like Bledsoe they can trade, make a trade for somebody like Russ. But you got to figure Giannis is like, fuck this guy Bledsoe because he's been trashed the past two postseasons when he was supposed to be like their third guy, right? Yeah, you bring in Russ and you somehow make a trade for Russ, and now you've got Russ, Middleton, and Giannis. If you sign one of the Lopez's back, you've got a center. Like that's a pretty beastly team. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can, I can take this. Who suggested this in the chat? Was it Ender? Uh, no, 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 no. This is uh, my man Nate. Nate, uh, I'll, I'll give you props for this one because you've gotten my wheels turning too. I will say though. There's one other little caveat here, and it's the fact that Daryl Morey is at play on another team. So don't be surprised if he picks up that phone and calls Russ and be like, hey, big man, you want to come to Philly? Because they'll trade. Yo, straight up, they will trade Ben Simmons right now for Russ. No, they won't. (laughs) Yo, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. They would do it. That's how short-sighted the league is. (laughs) That, like... That's how short-sighted it is. Actually, no, you know what? They would keep Ben Simmons, but they would probably trade Joel more than they would Ben Simmons. They'd be like no Joel. No way. Uh, they would trade uh, Tobias Harris, 
and 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 whoever else the Rockets want to like fit around Harden, because the Rockets at this point they have to make Harden happy too, or else Harden's like it's already whispers out there that Harden wants out too. So that's why Milwaukee's perfect, dude. It makes Giannis happy for Milwaukee, and it makes whatever they do probably maybe possibly makes Harden happy for Houston. I don't know. This is my new favorite destination. I'm with this. Actually, you want to write a a letter to the league and Uh, what's that? Write a letter to the league. See if we could just write to Adam Silver. Be like, yo. I'm already tired. Don't block this shit. (laughs) Don't block this (laughs) shit like you did the fucking CP3 to LA deal. That really annoyed the fuck out of me. Um, I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. Like, this offseason, it's going to roll so quick. Like, as soon as the draft happens next Wednesday, I think we're going to start seeing moves happen, like, I mean, on draft day, obviously, but I think we're going to start seeing moves happen, like, real fast. Yeah. Yeah, the the cap not growing um, this coming year makes a lot of teams' uh, sheets look kind of scary. Um, a lot of these teams mm-hmm. sign these guys to inflating contracts every year because they assume the cap's going to keep inflating, and then COVID said, nah. Um, we're good. Yeah, so you're going to have teams like OKC who, who were pretty clear that they wanted to keep Chris Paul around. But the dudes do, like, 35 mil this year, and if your cap yep. isn't increasing any, then, like, really want to put that bill yeah no no you don't um i mean it chris chris paul's gonna be another interesting one i I would love to see i would love to see chris paul back in la either one of the two la teams i know he doesn't fit on either one of them um we still have playoff rondo who i sent you a video of doing the wildest assist i've ever seen in my entire life the other day um but there's a world where i think like cp3 could be another what two years he could be a, a what for two years? He could be effective for another two years. Oh, with his game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his game translates well to, to old guy basketball. It's a lot of head fakes. Yeah, a lot, lot, yeah a lot of head jab. fakes. He doesn't, really, he doesn't play above the rim. He's, he's very grounded. A lot of head fakes. Fantastic passer in court vision. Uh, defensively, not what he once was. But his, his game translates well to, to old dude basketball. Yeah. I mean on the flip side if james harden does decide to stay in houston and you know houston does pick up all these assets i I, like the one thing that's true about james harden is the fact that like you know for a fact he does not give a flying fuck who his coach is what if a team goes um what if a team goes full clippers paul george with houston and they're like we'll send you four first rounders for harden right now who has that many first rounders I, I don't know. I don't know every team's like I, I don't know every team's situation with with pick trades and s- since it's so locked down now and you can't trade consecutive years or all this other stuff. Like I don't know what every right. team's situation is, but if there's someone out there with that many picks or or even a couple players to throw in, do you do it? Now that there's whispers uh, out there and like they've already been in contact with their agent to express displeasure and like all this other stuff, with the rumors out there now that he's not happy and he might want out, do you listen if somebody calls? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so if I'm if I'm Houston, the best case scenario is is that I send both of these guys to the East, and I get a whole bunch of shit to rebuild that that Houston franchise with, right? With a first year coach, um, with a new executive, who you're going to give at least three or four years and some leeway to build, right? Um, honestly, if you came to me and you said, "Yeah, this is what we want to do for James Harden," I'd be a hundred percent in. There's no doubt in my mind. I'd be I'd, I'd be in all in on that. And ideally, it's a team out east that that would be interested in doing something like that. So you don't that. have don't to play which... them a bunch of times a year. 
<laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about them in the playoffs. Like that that's exactly where I'm going. I mean, any if these guys end up if both of these guys stay in in in, in the Western Conference, I'd, I'll be very 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 surprised. I don't see a world or a way where they both stay in the West. I think they'd be less worried. I think they'd be less worried about Russ. I think. But you say that, dude. But like, it's amazing how like I'm talking shit. Like I'm talking down. Like Russ is done, and like that's been kind of like the thought process the past couple years. But this man has triple doubled his way to like three consecutive seasons. (laughs) Literally, he's triple doubled his way into the Hall of Fame. It's it's insane. Like looking at his numbers is fucking wild. I, I don't think. What? Who was it that he matched? Oscar Robertson for triple doubles in a season? Uh, gosh, I don't remember. Or Elgin Balin. I forget who it was. But, like, I mean, he doubled. I mean, it's – he'll be effective. I just don't want to see him. And I remember what he did to Oklahoma City when he went to Houston a couple of years ago, and that was embarrassing. Like, he embarrassed Oklahoma City. He was like, yeah, I wanted to leave, and this is why I left, because I'm a big man. <laughs> and it, it, it was just bad. It was just so, so, so bad. Um. I don't really want to talk about basketball that much more, man. Like, I, I feel like that was like the one fun room. Like, I, I know we get it back. We can talk to draft next week, but like really fuck these guys. They make too much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the big rumor. That was the big fun, I guess, news. Other than, than CP3 possibly, maybe going to the Suns, maybe, possibly. And then Oklahoma City hired their assistant to be coach, which is not really news, I guess. It's neat though. It wasn't that sexy. No, it's not. But I, I, that's that's kind of why I like it. Like, I, I I hate when teams just jump at the first big name they find that wants to sign a contract because like that guy might not even be a good coach for your team, and maybe he's not a good right. coach anymore. Like you never know. The Knicks did bring Phil back at one point. Hey, don't bro, relax. Yeah. <laughs> don't blame. Listen, everybody got caught on Phil Con at some point or another. <laughs> but at the same time, though, can you blame them? It's like 12, 13 championships. I mean, 15 years ago, no, but when the Knicks did it, I think everybody knew exactly what was going to happen, and it was that. But yeah, that's that's why I like it OKC. It was all like, New York, though. Yeah, like, but OKC's got a good young core, too, and a, a good young team they're building there, so I kind of like uh, keeping it in-house and, and promoting a guy who's been there and, and knows those guys and knows that system. Do you think we'll see the first female head coach in the NBA by next year or the year after? Yes, because I think um, is it Becky? I think she's going to mm-hmm. take over for Pop in San Antonio. For sure, for sure. Like, there's no is questions it Be- about Becky it. Becky Hammond is that who I'm thinking? I think of? it is Becky Hammond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that I, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Popovich. Popovich been, yeah. has been such an advocate for this. Like, if anybody's gonna, if anybody's gonna make a call to the front office and be like, "Hey, listen, I'm out, but you're going to hire this person," like, it's going to be Popovich. And they'll listen because he's Popovich. Like if he says she's good, right. she's she's good. Who do you think are the three coaches or like the the top five coaches that have like the most sway organizations? That have the most what now? Sway. Like if they if they called up the GM tomorrow or they called up ownership and they're this is what I'm doing, suck my balls, and then they just hung up. The coaches? Like no, they're not getting fucked. I don't yeah. know that there's really any coach other than Popovich that has that kind of pull. Rick Carlisle. Uh, Rick, yeah, Rick Carlisle, probably, yeah. And I would have said up until this past year, um, I'd, I'd say Spolstra, but like Pat Riley runs that, and like if I'm an opposing GM, do I want to call from Eric Spolstra or do I want to call from Pat Riley? I want Pat Riley. Sure, sure. I was, I would say up until last year, I would have thought Doc was 
too. He still has. Uh, I don't. I don't know about pull, but he could. He could get a conversation with anybody. I think he's that well respected and that well liked. Yeah. So he could at least have a conversation with anybody. I don't know about pull. Like he couldn't walk in and be like, "This is how I want it done." So you should do it that way. Mm. I think that that's reserved for Popovich and maybe Carlisle. I'll tell you who doesn't have pull. Whoever the Knicks coach is. Everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. I, I really think it's bad. I mean, it's interesting, though, because it, it, it does lead to a bigger point. Like, I think the, the problems that happened in Houston or what's happening in Houston now is as a result of, of a franchise that, like, or ownership maybe that just kind of fucking fell apart, right? Because ownership was like, yeah, Daryl, you can go. D'Antoni, we're not going to bring you back. And then all of a sudden, the pieces just started to fall. And I think for the players, they were all like little votes of confidence in what the organization was doing. Yeah, it's it's weird dominoes, right? So like yep. the, the, the owner and the, the franchise is like, okay, well, what D'Antoni and Maury are doing isn't working, so they're out. But the players see that as a sign of, okay, well, they're going to start over or kick off a rebuild. So now we don't have confidence in here. And like, I, it, it's a weird... Uh, I don't know, a weird uh, weird domino effect there. I 100% agree. And and, and it's funny, too, because, like, the more you look at it, especially, I mean, OKC did it, but OKC had a bunch of fucking picks to, to, to utilize. Um, Philadelphia did it, but they did it, what, three times, and it failed all three times? Um, up until this most recent time, which I still consider a failure. Chicago's doing it right now, and it's not going to. Yeah. They Orlando's have- weird. Orlando's been a rebuild for what, like since Dwight left? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's been almost fifteen years, ten years. Yeah, and they they, I don't know. They really need Markel Fultz to work out, and they they need to hit a couple draft picks, or trade Aaron Gordon Badly. for for something. For Russ. <laughs> yeah, it's they they have a, I don't know. They they drafted a cut like Jonathan Isaac. Um, seems like he, he was just kind of getting a feel for the game, and then he got injured uh, right at the start of the bubble this year and like i don't know they've been a tough team to figure out because they, they they've drafted fairly well and the guys seem to have some talent but every time somebody looks like they're they're figuring out the nba game they're they're down with an acl or some kind of injury oh uh i i, I do have some good news uh jay billis today signed off on uh on miles powell from seton hall being a top 40 oh pick God. yo yo my man yo you don't you don't even know my man's gonna like the nba He's a 6'2 guard. <laughs> he's tough as shit, and he's going to punch people in the mouth. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And he's been working out with Obi Toppin. I, I told you the other day. So I have I have very high hopes for uh, for old boy. I, do, I feel like he's going to end up being like one of those um, like late round picks that just ends up working out really well for a team. He ends up just being on like 15 teams over like a 20-year <laughs> career or something. You know what I mean? Hey, that's a 20-year? That's a good career. 15-year career on, like, nine different teams. Doesn't matter he, how many teams. You're in a league, it's a good career. He becomes the Randy Foy of the NBA. Oh my that's gosh. pretty much what he's going to become. Yo, don't talk shit about Randy Foy, bro. He did some work when he was there. <laughs> Product of the Big East Villanova, baby. Let's go. Um, all right, let's let's move over from the NBA because there's not much else to talk about. I, I have to I have to get your uh, your your hot take on, on this. I... Got an email. Actually, no, that's not true. I got an Instagram advertisement while I was scrolling through Instagram the other day. It was like 1230 in the morning. Uh, I couldn't get to sleep, and I, I was sick and tired of watching Naruto Shippuden. Oh, my God. Uh, yo, 
you know, shit was hot. The first first season was hot. It's fallen off a little bit, but that first episode was fire flames. Literally, just drop a bomb on it, Flex. It was so good. Um, and <laughs> I got an ad that was like, Cone Resnick wants you to choose this year's best All MLB 2020 team. And I was like, Bet Cone Resnick, I will do that. First of all, so this who, is my... who the fuck is Cone Resnick? Cone Resnick is one of the largest accounting firms in the country. Uh, I think they're like the fourth or fifth largest accounting firm in the in, in the in the country. I think they have some international presence. Um, okay. So basically, they're just grifters. They're here to help people hide money. And they so, want you to yeah. pick a favorite uh, MLB team. Hey, listen, man. It's presented by Cone Resnick. So the MLB. It literally says on my on my return email. Thank you for voting for the twenty all MLB presented by Cone Resnick. So okay. all right. we're out here in these streets. All right. Okay. Uh, this was. This these were my selections. At first base, I took Freddie Freeman. Ah, uh, yeah, obvious choice. At second, I took DJ LeMahieu. God, of course you did. Come on, bro. He was. I'll I'll go over I'll go over the 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 players in each position in a second. At short, I took Fernando Tatis. Ah, uh, I love my they boy were, Baez, that was a but I love my I, boy Baez, I, but Tatis is a, a monster. Third was a tough position to pick, bro. But I ended up going with Manny Machado. My man hit his way into the stratosphere this year. Yeah, uh, I guess I would need to see who's who else is there. At third, uh, at catcher, I took Salvador Perez over uh, Raul Mudo. I didn't realize Sal Perez had a better year than Raul Mudo. He had a pretty good year. Yeah. But no, like numbers wise, was way better than. I mean, like I, I would say average. he's a better catcher from a 60-game sample in 2020, but, like... We're talking about 2020 yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Touch yeah. Okay, all right, all right. You're right. You're uh, right. My DH was Marcelo Zuna. Over, uh, what's his face from uh, Minnesota? Uh, I, I have a... Was I he have even in suspicion. the run? Yeah, I was going to go... I was going to get to that right now because I have the, the shits right here. Hold on, give me one second. Yeah, so here were the choices for DH. Michael Brantley, Nelson Cruz, Marcelo Cruz. Zuna, yeah. Fran Mill Myers, or uh, Fran Mill Reyes, and Jesse Winker. Marcelo Zuna this year put up 338 average, 18 home runs, 56 RBIs, and was a 1.067 OPS. Nelson Cruz was the 303 average with 16 home runs, 33 RBIs, and a 0.992 OPS. Ozuna just had the better year over a 60 okay. game season. All right. Okay. Actually, I didn't know Ozuna had that good of a year. That's... Yeah, it was it was wild. Like I didn't. Yeah, my outfielders are as follows: Ronald Acuna Jr., okay, Teoscar Hernandez, not what Juan I expected, Soto. but okay. And to, uh, a close second for me was Conforto, but the Mets can go fuck themselves. Um, Aloy Jimenez, and uh, last but not least, uh, Mike Yastrzemski. They were. Me, I had. Let me be sour for a, just a second. The Cubs traded Eloy Jimenez for Jose Quintana, and uh, really, that hasn't gone well for the Cubs. Just interesting. I'm just gonna. I didn't cal- know I'm just gonna calmly state that we did not win that trade. <laughs> How long ago was this? Um, when did they get Quintana? Was it two, two or three seasons ago? Eloy was like 19 years old at the time, and he was probably still getting paid that international money. Um, Jesus. Yeah, but he, even at the time, he was like their top prospect or one of their top prospects, and they 
Quintana had a couple years of team control on his under his contract, so the White Sox were like, "Yeah, we're gonna need a top prospect for that." And the Cubs gave Eloy Jimenez, and then Quintana has uh, promptly spent about a year and a half on the DL or IL or this much time on the field, whatever they want to call it. And yeah, that's uh, it's okay. Not gonna get worked up over this. Carry on. It's okay, buddy. Uh, <laughs> my starting pitchers were Trevor Bauer, Garrett uh, Cole, okay, you Darvish, Max Fried, and Clayton Kershaw. I had one problem. I really wanted to pick Shane Bieber, but yeah, I really wanted to pick Shane Bieber. My problem was when I looked at his numbers compared to, um, compared to like Kershaw, Freed, Cole, and Bauer, it was night and day in some cases. Like it was just, I mean, they pitched a little bit more. They saw a few more games than he did. It, it, it was just wild. Um, and my relief pitcher um, was none other than brad hand uh Which, i don't know if so funny go. story about brad hand um he was actually not tendered and was fully released to waivers um despite his fantastic season um but because this is a great example of 2020 so his numbers are fantastic but if you like look at analytically his season his stuff yeah it, like there's a clear decline in his stuff which it doesn't make any sense, but like this is twenty twenty baseball. I mean, it is twenty twenty baseball, and I don't understand how to make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> like I have no, I have no way of making any sense of this. The only reason I picked Brad Hand, though, and and I think the number itself, the number speaks for itself, is the fact that you're talking about sixteen saves, two point oh five ERA, point seven seven with hitting hitters and running, uh, with hitters in uh, a scoring position, and uh. I mean, 11.9 strikeouts per nine innings. I mean, that's fucking lethal. There were guys that were close. Like, Liam Hendricks had some wild numbers. Alex Colomay had some wild numbers. Um, But just, they were nowhere near what uh, what Brad Hand had this year. All in all, I will say, I do think this 2020 All-MLB team presented by Cone Resnick are we are we trying to get a sponsorship from Cone Resnick? Is that what's happening? You trying to get your taxes done, bro? Are we... <laughs> you you trying to you trying to you trying to you trying to get that shit done or what? <sighs> Cone Resnick calls up. They're like, uh, "Hey, Matt, I heard you bought a house in Man. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you got money, baby." <laughs> but I mean. All these guys, though, I mean, these were all playoff guys. Like, I don't, I don't see a problem with the guys that I picked. Really, the only one that I had a real hard time kind of deciding was was Manny at third. But Manny at third, and and I think this is a this is a question or this is a conversation where maybe we could we can actually talk about this. Um, at third base, they had Brian Anderson, Alec Baum, Manny Machado, Jose Ramirez, Anthony Rendon, Justin Turner, and Gio Urshela. Gio Rochelle, in my opinion, while he had a phenomenal year, did not deserve to be there. Um, Justin Turner. I was imme- I immediately thought Turner when you said third base. Yeah. Turner had a 307, uh, 307 average, four home runs, 23 RBIs, one stolen base, and a uh, 860 OPS. 
Machado, on the other hand, 304 average, 16 home runs, 47 RBI, six stolen bases, and uh, a 950 OPS. I mean, that's that, that's baller ass number. That's monstrous in a 60 game season. Yeah, that's fucking. And no one, no one came anywhere. Jose Ramirez, batting average, his RBIs were close. He had more stolen bases. I mean, Jose Ramirez probably would have been the better pick, but at a 290 average for me doesn't do it. I mean, 290, 17 home runs, 46 RBIs, 10 stolen bases, nine, 993 OPS. Like I said, it was a toss-up between Manny and Jose Ramirez. Like, th- that was a tough choice for me. I sat there for a minute, and I was like, am I sure this is who I want? Is this really it? And, I'm, you know, shortstop was, I mean, for me, it wasn't close. Like, Xander Bogarts played on the worst team in baseball, I think, this year. Tim Anderson can suck my balls. Um, and no one hit nearly as much as many home runs as Tatis Jr. did. Corey Seager came close, but he's still fucking four or five shy. Yeah, so. I think if I'm picking MLB shortstops, there's only like – Anderson's pretty good, but I, you got Baez, Lindor, and Tatis. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, like those are if – I, if I have to pick a pool of, of shortstops, like I think those are my guys. I agree. So uh, if we're uh, if if you had to go off of uh, what we saw this past sixty game year, put in the bet tomorrow. Who you got winning the World Series? Oh, I you have to say Dodgers again. Like they're fuck you, man. I I don't want to, but but like they're clearly they're definitely like obviously the most talented and best team, and they're they're going to be next year as well. I have a sneaking suspicion, a very close sneaking suspicion that the Braves make it to a World Series next year. I do like the Braves. I do think they have a good shot. Yeah, I just I think... outside of like your your top talented teams, this this offseason is going to be such a mess. There's going like... to be nothing to give away. I think there's going to be nothing. There's going to be very little to buy and very little, um, which is going to make this incredibly fucking difficult for everybody. So, I mean, in, in essence, though, it does make all things even. Right, like you're going into next year with basically the same team. Yeah, I mean, basically, Gary Sanchez will... is going to get shot for the Yankees. <laughs> teams will make changes, but you're not going to see like, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I don't think you're going to see like huge deals or, or or a bunch of huge deals given out and things like that. Like, I don't think you're going to see the landscape change that much. Mm-mm. I don't even think starting pitching is going to be that big of a fucking deal. Like Bauer, uh, other than Bauer, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, there, there's some there's some older mid tier guys out like um, uh, Wayne, Wayne Wright's out there. I think he's a free agent this year. So like, there's some older mid tier free agent guys out there that can solidify your rotation. But like, as far as studs, like top tier starters, I think Bauer is mostly it. Especially since Stroman took his his uh, qualifying offer. Yeah. Whatever happened to Matt Harvey? Is he okay? I mean, his arm is whatever's left of it. Like. Is a noodle. Uh, Matt Harvey was Mark Cryer. Ooh. He had like a fantastic year of throwing 100 miles per hour and he was unhittable. And then he just, his arm just fell apart. I have one name and I'm going to ask you if you remember this. Do you remember Denny Nagy? I do. That is a very similar Matt Harvey example also. Filthy curve, fucking flying fastball, and Tommy John. And then like a blown out fucking something or another. And it just never worked out for him again. (laughs) 
It's it's fucking good. Um, I have one before we get to football picks because I know we're we're zooming through our show today and we're doing it. We're we're going fucking gangbuster style. Uh, a sports week over. Um, but I'm really excited to talk football because this fucking I'm winning money this week on this pool. Okay. Like you're give you're giving me back my twenty dollars from last week. Like I hope you know this. Okay, we'll see. Um, I have one little soccer update for everybody. I got to watch the children from America play today. Because uh, that's what we're gonna call them. Uh, the it's literally the America. the children from America, bro. The United States played uh, the Welsh people friendly international game today in Wales, and the United States fielded. Wait for it, three seventeen year olds. Hey, the future of U.S. soccer is promising. Right, they got they got right. some studs playing overseas right now. I think the whole team was pretty much playing. The whole team is based out of Europe, which is crazy. Like I don't ever like I don't ever in my life ever remember hearing that growing up here in the states. Like in like what 2006, some of those guys were still playing in the MLS. Like most of those guys, I think were playing in the MLS. Yeah. Um, so like that, it, it's wild. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. I was very much entertained, very happy to watch 17-year-old Gio Reyna, uh, some guy named Mensha, Mensa. We have a kid. Yo, this is crazy. We have a kid from the United States playing in Spain. It's not bad. It's not bad. Timothy Wea, who was bought by PSG, is like the old, one of the older guys on the team at 19 or 20. And he's been playing in France for like the last like four years of his life. Like it's wild how good this team could be in the next like four years. But the problem is, is that they're American. And if there's anything true about American soccer is it falls apart very quickly. <laughs> but next week, the United States does get to get uh, some of their, uh, their Mr. World cup uh, vengeance against Panama and Austria in another friendly game. So we'll see what happens. Um, I get to watch Uruguay play tomorrow against Colombia at three. So I might be a little bit slow on my drive down to Virginia. <laughs> uh, my apologies in advance if I pull over and have a, a small is, um, seizure. Is, is Gio Reyna our next uh, Captain America? Mm-mm. No. Yo, Kristen Pulisic is 22 years old. Okay, all right. Fair. And, like, and like apparently he's, like, the old head on the team. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one with the cigarette in his mouth being like, come here, young buck. Let me tell you something. Like, he hasn't even been to a World Cup yet. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Gio Reyna... Uh, Gio Reyna, Weston McKinney. Oh, Tyler Adams, who's like 24 now. Gio's got the bloodline, though, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say this, and I know this is like sacrilegious to a lot of American soccer fans. <laughs> I never liked Claudio Reyna. I thought Claudio Reyna was dog shit on the U.S. national team. He was a hustler. Like, don't get me wrong. The guy, like, put in his work. Like, he was just a bad soccer player. And, like, I don't know how he spent, like, years playing in Scotland, too, at Rangers. I was Like, so... Fun story. Get some angry I went, emails this week. Oh, for sure. Well, fun fact: I went to high school with a kid whose last name is. Uh, he is like, uh, like a uh, what's it called? Like a, a cousin, uh, like a through mom, like a like their his mom's sister was Claudio's mom or whatever. And uh, I grew up playing soccer with this kid in high school, and he would swear up and down that his cousin, hot smoke. Like hot smoke, and I was like, "Bro, he ain't it. Like <laughs> that ain't it, bro. <laughs> like, nah, fam. <laughs> like that ain't it." 
and he'd always be like, yo, no, but Claudio, man, like he's, you know, years in Scotland and shit. And I was like, Clint Mathis scored eight goals in a World Cup. Eight goals. How many score goals did Claudio Reyna score? And he was like, one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, it, you know, I, I get it. I understand the bloodlines there. He also spent most of his life in Germany. So that's, that's pretty cool. And he's had a great developmental uh, soccer team in Borussia Dortmund. Like, they turn out soccer players like it's their fucking job. So, um, we'll see. Um, and also... One other thing, I don't think that at 17 years old you should be playing with the adult national team just yet. That's just my opinion. Um, but if the coach thinks that you know you deserve a look and should play against grown men because you're already playing against good grown men, then good for you, bro. Like, do it up. Like, their starting goalkeeper today, Zach Steffen, um, went to uh, Germany last year and then got picked up, was loaned from Manchester City to Germany. Um, because he wasn't getting playing time at Man City, obviously. Like, there's like three world class goalkeepers at Man City, and he's like the fourth one there. So they're like, "Yeah, bro, you should go play soccer in Germany or some shit." And he started, and uh, the coach from the U.S. national team was like, "Well, you know, if he doesn't get any first team minutes over the next couple of years, might have to leave." And it's just like, "Yeah, no shit." If you want your starting goalkeeper for your national team to like, be- <laughs> he needs to go play somewhere. It's fucking. It's really simple. Oh, is that how you get better? No, dude. <laughs> I thought it was just practice. I thought we just played practice games, and that's all that. That's I just. I thought that's just how I got. It. I don't know about you. I went to the weight room. I played practice games in pennies, and I became a world class athlete. Fuck out of my face! <laughs> bullshit. Utter bullshit. Um. So. That yeah, we could talk more about soccer as 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 the qualifiers finish. But uh, they 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 are they did move the European tournament to this summer, which I think is going to be real fun. So at least we'll be we'll have something to enjoy if we decide to do a uh, a friends getaway this summer, um, all together and watch some football together. True that. At least at least a lake house getaway. Um. Yo, fuck it, let's do it. I'm ready. Are you ready? Um, we get into football picks. I'm ready. Bro, I'm ready. Cause you know what? That's all we got I, left. Not only that, I feel like this deserves like a nice little conversation, like a sweet little conversation. It's 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 eight oh five. You know that game is about to start or already started. No, it's starting in fifteen minutes. We got Indianapolis to Tennessee. Let's make this pick real quick before the game starts. I'm taking Tennessee. What do you got? I also picked Tennessee. All right. Now here's the thing. My neighbor texted me today, and he was like. Vegas thinks Indianapolis is going to win. The and line like, has Vegas had a lot suck. of movement. Yeah. It uh, has. The line can suck my balls. <laughs> Phillip Rivers, that bolo tie wearing, cowboy hat ass, fucking square ass face with 19 children ass having. Like, yo, fuck that guy. I hate Phil Rivers. I hate Phil Rivers and everything he stands for. I hope Derrick Henry <laughs> runs the ball down his mouth and into all eight of his children's mouths this week. So like, my thought process of, of, of picking Tennessee here was, A, they're the home team on a Thursday night, which generally is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, B, Indianapolis just played a really hard-nosed Baltimore team last week, and that's kind of hard to deal with on, on a short week. Uh, C, I think because it's a short week and we're getting later into the season, uh, Derrick Henry exists. And at, like the later we get into the season, the better Derrick Henry gets. So Yep. Short week and over half the more tired the season, defenses get. Yeah, I, I just I, too much Derrick Henry tonight. 
I, I know agree. they the Colts defense has actually done really well against him their past like six times they've played or whatever it is. They've held him to like an average of seventy yards or under a hundred or something like that. But I don't know. I think tonight they they put it together. I think Phillip Rivers throws two picks, one return for a touchdown, and that game ends up being like 27-24 or like 27-21. Like I don't see I don't see Phil doing shit that's important this week. The way he does every fucking week cuz he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I hate One of Phillip Rivers' kids is going to email the podcast. <laughs> Yo, fuck that kid, bro. What's his name? Colston? Yo, fuck Colston, bro. Fuck that kid. I don't even know him. Fuck him. Fuck him and the horse he rode in on. <laughs> All right, 1 o'clock on Sunday. We got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles playing the New York football Giants. Giants. Uh, uh, Vegas line, I'm taking the Giants. Maybe not the game, but. Yeah, okay. I'm talking for the for, for the sake of the pool and maybe some betting interests. Talk to me. I actually also picked the Giants in our straight up pool. Did you really? I did. I think the Giants are. I, I I go back to this a couple weeks ago. I I shit talked them before a Monday night game, before the Bucks Monday night game, our, our Monday yeah. episode a couple weeks ago. I talked yep. so much shit about how the Giants were going in the wrong direction, and then they came out and should have beat the Bucks, and then they beat the hell out of Washington last week. Which eh, it's Washington, but I don't know. I, I think they're 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 not good, but they're they're playing hard for the coach. Their defense seems to keep getting better and better despite the fact that I am not sure I can name a single player on their defense right now. Um, on whose defense? Uh, the Giants. No, you can't. But, and um, you shouldn't. But it's Philly like calling is out just, the candy man. Philly is just... Ugh. Like, Be careful. I, Be careful. <laughs> I, Be careful. I, I don't even know how to describe Philadelphia. Like, I don't know. They're just not good, man. Their front seven, their, their defensive line in their front seven is the only good thing about that team. They have nobody to throw the ball to. They can't run the ball. Their offensive line is hurt. Uh, like, plus Vegas. Vegas line, the Giants are getting three and a half. I'll take more than a field goal in this game every day. I took Philly only because I have it on good authority that there are multiple people coming back this week from, from um, injuries. Ooh. Uh, two of their corner or two of their cornerbacks are coming back this week. Fine, you say that. Who? It's, listen, who, you're playing. Who are they Daniel, covering anyway? <laughs> they're playing against Daniel Jones, bro. He's going to throw a pick. Like, I mean, it, it's to be expected. <laughs> um, and also, I don't think we. After a while, we're going to have to. Um. After a while, we're going to have to recognize that the Giants are just bad and not unlucky yeah they're bad but so is philly no philly's better than new york though uh, philly's better than dallas and the, and the football team like that that's wait, the best team in the conference record wise or like on paper i still paper. think dallas is the most talented roster in football with a quarterback of mm-hmm. course they don't have any quarterback right now but i still think their roster is the most talented in football maybe maybe not the chiefs obviously the one thing that Philadelphia has working against them is the fact that their quarterback thinks he is God's gift to mankind, and he is certainly most not God's gift to mankind. Carson Wentz is a liability. Uh, I actually, I was uh, texting um, some friends the other week. I actually, I was screaming for Carson Wentz to be in the MVP conversation. Really? That team is awful, dude. And he just, he keeps, 
for all his mistakes and having no talent around him, like he keeps them in games and keeps bringing them back in fourth quarters. It's I don't know. I think it's tough. I mean, it's an NFC it's an NFC East game, but I got Philly. And and to, to your comment about Carson Wentz being in the MVP conversation, I think you should uh, go see a doctor. Obviously, that that will never happen. But he, he, is, <laughs> he is the only thing keeping that team somewhat above water. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think they found a couple guys. Like I don't, I forget the guy's name, but they pulled him off the fucking practice squad like a couple weeks ago, maybe like four or five weeks ago. The first game he's in there, he caught like six balls for 120 yards and like a touchdown. Oh, the receiver. Like, yeah, I forget his yeah. name. Yeah, Fulgham. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fulgham. Well, that's a big boy. <laughs> that's a big boy. I like him. I like him. Let's get that relationship going. He's a, Let's get maybe... he's, he's a healthier Alshon Jeffrey. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which, Let's get I mean, that relationship going. To be going. fair, we're also healthier Alshon Jeffries. <laughs> you catch one pass, you're – hey, availability yeah, is the best ability in football, okay? Amen. And next up doesn't mean shit if you don't have anyone to back him up with. But at least Philly has that. New York can't even get a fucking I, – dude, I, I'll still go back to it. I watched Jason Pierre-Paul make tackles against the fucking Giants the other day that he should never have made. And I feel like Philadelphia's defensive seven are way better than Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. Philly has a pretty nice uh, defensive front. So I got money on Philly, and and I think I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I I don't think it's going to be three and a half. I think it might be much larger margin of error for for the Giants to lose by. Okay. One o'clock on Sunday, Jacksonville Jaguars versus the. Who you got? Uh, Jaguars Packers. Yeah, Packers. Yeah, same. Is Minshew? Yeah, I don't even think I, so. it doesn't matter. Who cares? It. It doesn't matter if I don't even think it's or not. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think this is a conversation, really. Devontae Adams may have 350 yards receiving this game. Yeah, Devontae might go buck. Like, uh, I'm very curious to see how the Jaguar or the, uh, how the Jaguars um, back office reacts to the season. Uh, I think everyone's getting fired. Oh, they're tanking for Trevor, first of all, but I. <laughs> I'm so I'm still I'm pretty salty that the Packers did not do anything in free agency with a receiver. This it's man Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind, dude. He could legitimately win the MVP. Him, Russ, and and Pat Mahomes is pretty much. Sorry, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson. That's your MVP conversation. And uh, they can't go out and get this man a receiver. Really. He's going to have to no. go full breeze and just throw it to only Devontae Adams and nobody but Devontae Adams. And run, it. which apparently he learned how to do again uh, later in his career last week. I don't know if you saw him. He took off at one point. Oh, shit. <laughs> his hip's not broken. It, it, it was crazy. He's not that old. No, he's not, but he shouldn't be running like that. Because <laughs> if he gets hit, that's it. It's over for him. One o'clock. The Washington football team against the Detroit Lions. Don't do that. Don't make that noise, man. Don't I'm going to take Detro- Detroit because I have no idea who's playing quarterback for the Washington football team. I assume they're Alex going Smith. back to Haskins. Alex Smith. They said Alex Smith too. Oh, then hell yeah, team. Detroit. Easy money, yeah, Detroit. They... Alex Smith won't throw for 70 yards. <laughs> Under on Alex Smith's yard. My, my longest yards per attempt is further than Alex Smith's. <laughs> I've never played an NFL game. But I played I played high school baseball, so watch this. <laughs> <laughs> nine 
No, uh, yeah, I think by, from from what I've read all week, it looks like Alex Smith for the last two weeks coming out of the bye has just been taking the first team reps, um, which is horrifying because it looks like they're literally trying to. I I assume they're tanking at this point and they have just given up on Haskins. I mean, I what I don't think there's any other explanation, right? I mean, but like, how many years have we had of Dwayne Haskins? Two? This is the second, yeah. That's rough, dude. Like, that's really hard. He's very like okay. He's not good, but like also that team is just not good offensively. Not good. So yep. I don't know if we really know how not good Haskins is, and he's never going to get a chance. He's a he's he's a better Josh Rosen. Like Josh Rosen never got a chance ever with with he didn't get one with the Dolphins. He didn't get one with Arizona. And yeah. both those teams had horrible offensive lines, so he even when he played, he didn't really have a chance. Dwayne Haskins is that for Washington. Yeah, he he he, he didn't have a full season last year, and then this year he's what three games in, and they bench him or something like three or four. Maybe yeah. he played more than that. I don't know. But is Dwayne Haskins comparable to Jameis Winston? No, Winston's infinitely better. Winston's going to throw yeah. for 5,000 yards. He'll throw 40 picks, but he's also going to throw 50 interceptions or touchdowns. Do you think Jameis Winston deserves a spot on a football team? Yes. Jameis Winston, think... Winston can win football games for some of these teams that have nobody at quarterback. All right, so let me just – Jameis Winston goes to the Bears right now. They win that division. I'm calling it. Wow. I was going to say Jameis Winston goes to the Giants. No, they're not giving up on on uh, on Danny Dimes. No, definitely not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying though. If he went to the Giants, uh, I actually think they'd be better because he'll. I mean, he'll have the same turnovers Daniel Jones has. He'll just throw it more. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. See, Jameis is the quarterback. Uh, Jameis is the quarterback the Bears should have traded for because it wouldn't have taken much. No, it wouldn't have. No, and and and. Tom Puppe was willing to give him away. They did give him away. Yeah, they did. Well, he was a uh, he was a free agent. They didn't um, they, they didn't take his. Well, uh, I'm his saying they let him walk. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They knew. Yeah, they let him walk. They knew that. I mean, and, and I don't think he was resigned to being a second stringer. Yeah, now he's, now he's the third stringer behind third Bruce stringer. and Taysom Hill there, and then New Orleans. Chicago got got him for cheap though. Now they're paying Nick Foles to sup. Like nineteen and Nick Foles, nineteen a year or something. They're paying like nineteen mil to Nick Foles to not be good. One o'clock on Sunday, the Houston Texas ver- Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. Now, before we talk about this, I think you should know. I hate both of these teams. They okay. have burned me very badly multiple times this year in betting. Yeah, every time. I feel like Houston is going to fuck it up. They win a game. And every time I think Cleveland is just starting to turn a corner, they fuck themselves in the ass like their name is OBJ. So, who you got? Houston. Wow. I took Cleveland. Okay. I don't think the Texans have anything to play for. Uh, Does Cleveland? Yeah, they have a little bit of a better shot. They're they're at least like in contention. With who? For what? A wild card spot? They're in the hunt. No. You sure? Well, one of the wild card spots is going to the Dolphins or Bills, whoever doesn't win that division. 
The other wild card spot is going to be like Raiders, probably at this point, right now, uh, or who or whoever doesn't win the AFC North is getting a wild card. Like Baltimore is getting a wild card. I mean, yeah, the, the Browns are chasing the Raiders, the Dolphins, and the Colts. I, listen, bro, I, I could still see them making a wild card. That's right, the AFC South. Yeah, even the AFC South's second team, whether it be Tennessee or, or Indy, is, is better than Cleveland. Like, no. That's a tough statement to make. Uh, Indy's not, again, fuck Phil Rivers. <laughs> Indy, they're not better than the Browns. I, I mean, the, the, Raiders, the Raiders and the Browns, that's an even matchup in my opinion. And the, the Dolphins just and the beat Browns, them. Uh, beat the Browns. Yeah, last week. I know, but I'm just saying. I think still an even. It was a little bit more even than I think it, it was last week. And and I will say, yeah, the Dolphins are better than the Browns. But I don't know, man. I feel. I again to go back to it. The Texans are two and six. They're not playing for dick. I think the Browns have a little bit more. They have a couple more irons in the fire here than than, than the Texans so, do, and they're going to come out at home and try to prove that they need to win a game. Well, the keys here are. For Houston, your quarterback's in place, and you have some really good vet guys that don't want to lose. Also, they don't have their first-round pick, so there is absolutely no incentive for them to lose games. I don't think there's an incentive for any team to lose games. I hate the fact that we always talk about, oh, how tanking for Trevor Lawrence and all his books. Like, fuck that, bro. Washington should be losing every game they have right now. There's definitely incentive to lose games. From who? Not the team. Well, everybody wants to win, right? But, like, realistically, Washington should be losing. Every- they went for two against the Giants for no reason. They're losing games. They want Trevor Lawrence. Ron Rivera, Terry McLaurin, and Trevor Lawrence. That's what they want. There's absolutely incentive to lose games. It's just like it's a curse word in the NFL to say tanking, where in the NBA it's commonplace. But, like, yeah, these teams are tanking, whether they want to admit it or not. I don't know. I think Cleveland takes this one. I I also don't. I mean, it's another, like, 27, 21, 27, right? I think it's it's a tight one. But I don't, I don't see Houston fucking pulling it out. I think Houston's – I think, if anything, they're checked out, but I don't think they're tanking. What did you get in the chat? Uh, <laughs> all caps, tank, 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 tank. The Washington football tankers. They should change their name. Fuck. I mean, they should go to fucking. They not, should come to Newark and have a football team. They're not changing the name until they move the team to Virginia. What do you think they changed the name That's to? That's the ploy. I have no mm. idea. <laughs> if they're if the owner was was mentally stable, then maybe I'd have a decent guess. But <laughs> he's not, and not I don't. A racist. <laughs> and not a racist. <laughs> well, all right. One o'clock. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I so to start the week okay. to start the week at Carolina to start the week at Carolina because I just saw Tampa Bay skidding and then I saw something that made me very sad and that is no K- Christian McCaffrey for this game. Oh, he's out again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I saw what on Tuesday. Did he re-injure himself? The other I night? think they the just, other day. I think they just said he wasn't going to play. So I don't think he's fully recovered. Uh, whether he plays or not, I was taking. I was all over Tampa Bay on this. They got just embarrassed the other night, and they're going to come out and they might score forty-five tonight. Like Antonio, I'm Brown's, taking the over on that game. 100%. Antonio Brown's going to be involved. Godwin's oh, okay. a week healthier. Evans is a week healthier. Like 
Uh, Brady played like shit. He, they're just gonna, uh, they're gonna destroy Carolina. And Carolina has nothing on either side of the ball right now. They don't have much on defense. They have some decent. I mean, I am a, I am a, uh, I am not a believer in any way in Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, I do not think he should be a starting NFL quarterback. Uh, but they do have some decent receivers, and of course, they have one of the the top three tailbacks in football. So they they have something on offense. They're competitive. Look, they score with teams. I, sure. Just, I mean, fuck, we could score with teams, man. <laughs> No, we couldn't. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Bro, you get me at the five-yard line. I'm running a quick slant. I'm, you know, I'm giving up the body and the rest of my life. Bro. I'm scoring the touchdown. I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm getting that touchdown. I'm literally going to – I'm catching the ball in a baby cradle waiting to get rocked by whoever's on the other side of that ball. It is what it is. I'm willing to die for that touchdown. 405 on Sunday. The L.A. Chargers. Versus your Miami Dolphins. Dolphins, baby. I took Miami. Yeah, I took Miami too. Dolphins, baby. That um, defense is I will just say, playing out of their mind right now. Listen, there was an argument that I read that I really enjoyed. Herbert and Tua is what must watch TV this weekend. Like, this should be a nationally televised game. Yeah, I hope it is. I, I think Herbert has been he's been really good this season. He's been much better than I thought he would be coming in. But Tua was better last week than I thought he would be at, for a second game jump, but uh yeah i think it should be it should be these guys are these guys along with like watson murray mahomes like that's the future of the nfl they're saying though that herbert on projections should throw for like 56 like if it was like you know any other year uh he could be projected to throw for like 5600 maybe yeah i mean it helps that they don't have a defense so like they have to he has to just chuck they it. have to go for points yeah. yeah they just have to chuck it um miami's defense though is just too strong for them I, I think that's just going to be. Yeah, and, and Herbert isn't what hurts them. So what hurts them is like last week you saw Murray have over 100 yards rushing. Like that's yep. that's the one place you can hurt that defense pretty badly is is a really running up the middle. And Herbert's not that. Yep. So yeah, I think the defense is just too strong right now. 405. I don't even want to fucking talk about this game. God damn. It. Denver <laughs> versus Las Vegas. Raiders. It's, it's it's the Raiders. Raiders are sneaky good, man. I know they're the Raiders and, and everything, but they're sneaky good. Yo, did you hear um uh I forget his name, but he's always on Ryan Collins' show. Him and Ryan Collins do like a an Instagram live show all and he was like, Right now, right now, I'm taking car over Lamar Jackson. And I was just like what? I don't think he's like, that Lamar wrong. Jackson. Had, I Lamar's having, I think, a slightly better year this year than he was. Like, slightly better. Lamar. If I have to put the also, ball, let me ask you. If I have to put the ball here. in somebody's hand to throw it and win me a game, I do not want Lamar Jackson holding that ball. But what has Carr won? Oh, nothing. I just he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson. Most starting I, NFL quarterbacks are better passers than Lamar Jackson. I would agree with that, but like I don't know. Lamar's got it and I don't know what it is. And I really like it. So, I'll take Lamar any day of the week. Maybe. I mean, yeah, uh that's an interesting question though because what has Lamar won? Every big game he's ever played in every playoff game, dud. He plays the Chiefs, Steelers, Pats or a playoff game, it's a dud. No, Everybody else they demolish. 
Even last week, he didn't play well. They beat the Colts, but he didn't play well. They got like a little bit of a running game going. And the defense yeah, scored a touchdown. Yeah, he scored a running touchdown. Yeah, he yeah. scored a running touchdown. That was it. Yeah, he ran for a touchdown. Defense scored one. And they got 10 points outside of that. The problem with the league, though, and this is 100 – like this this is just – it's almost a cliche to say at this point, though. What you do in year one versus – you can't replicate it because teams are just going to catch up. And, and they're going to make you pay very quickly. I, yeah, I think... that's part of the Ravens' deal is, is teams have figured out, like, all they want to do is run the ball. They have one weapon and in Hollywood Brown, and the only route that he can run efficiently is a go route. And, like, you shut that down. They have they have tight ends. That's what they have. And that's it. You have Mark Andrews. You got Hollywood Brown. That's it. Yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, you know, and, and... I don't know. It's tough. But the AFC for me this year, if you took out the Kansas City Chiefs, it's going to be a fucking weird year for the playoff-wise. Like, I, I have a sneaking suspicion it's just going to get really weird um, come playoff time. I, I think we might get some, like, teams that we didn't expect winning playoff games. Um, just to, to go back to the standings, I mean, tomorrow, right, if you went Colts, Titans, Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills, did I say someone I shouldn't have? No. I mean, if you went into that tomorrow, right? Like, and not to say that your Dolphins don't deserve to be in this year because they've been playing pretty well. But, I mean, I could see them beating a couple teams sneakily that they should not be beating. And the same thing is true for the Raiders. Like like you said, they are sneaky good. Um, do I see them getting to an AFC championship game? Probably not. I don't, I don't see them getting to maybe a divisional. Yeah, I, I yeah. Know. I think every team in there is is capable of beating everyone except I think Pittsburgh Kansas and Kansas City, City are are, are Ooh, Pitt, again steps. Above. Everybody keeps saying don't that shit about Pittsburgh, bro. Don't pay attention to last week. They slept walk through that game thinking they were they were gonna. They've walk been sleepwalking for four weeks, Matt, and play a high school team. <laughs> bro, they've been sleepwalking for four weeks. Every once in a while, I told you they either they either fuck it up because they fall asleep or they just fuck it up. But and then they undefeated. just pull games out of their ass. Like, it's Udini shit. Like, they're not – It this shit's not going to last with them. Come the playoffs, they're going to be the first team bounced out. I guarantee it. Mm. They're going to be the one team that's going to be like, oh, 15-1, and 14-2, and two, and you're going to be like, they lost. And be like, yep, I knew it. I called it. I called it. <laughs> of course. Of course. Playoff football is very different, man. The, the regular season's horseshit. All right, moving on. This is another fun one. I didn't know how to call this one. Um – I actually, this might have been the one that I changed the most throughout the course of the week. Um, Buffalo Bills going to the Arizona Cardinals. I like Arizona. I didn't know what to do. I picked Buffalo. Everyone's, I ended up just like everyone's going to overreact to Buffalo's win last week without paying attention to the fact that Russell Wilson had four turnovers to allow Buffalo to win by what, seven or ten or whatever it was. They and Kyler ran for a hundred yards last week. Uh, yeah, like I. Everyone's going to overreact, but it, uh, Arizona. I think Arizona's a better team. I still don't I'm, believe in the Bills. I, I think they're somewhere in between what you saw the first three or four games and what you saw the next three or four games, and I, like, I don't think they're as good as advertised. Although I do like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a very good quarterback. That dude's a beast. But I just the Bills as a whole, I don't think they're – I don't know. Mind you, I'm very biased, but <laughs> – I I mean yeah, you have to be biased being a being a guy that's in the AFC East, but I believe in the Bills. 
I don't. I mean, they've been a team that's been shat on for what the better part of almost two two decades. Are you circling the, the wagons on me? No, nah, bro. I'm just saying, if there's two teams I want, AFC Bills and the Dolphins, and I don't care what order they come out in. You know what I mean? Um, I think Kyler. Kyler Murray last week had a really, really good game. Um, but but I, I don't know. It, this one, like I said, I went back and forth a lot. I had Arizona by like 3.30 when I got the email that our picks had to be locked down in four hours or whatever. I was like, fuck. So I went back and I looked at it again. And Buffalo traveling to Arizona, they're one of these teams that needs a road win. Um, they're 3-1 and one away from home. They're on a three-game win streak. I, I don't know. I have I have a, I have a a weird sense of blind faith in Josh Allen and what he can do with this football team. Hmm. So uh, I went with my uh, with my stupid gut. Speaking of going with my stupid gut, four twenty-five on Sunday. It's the uh, Cincinnati Bengals going to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and I think everyone knows the answer to this game. It's Pittsburgh. Uh yeah. But they're going to struggle. Mark my words, it's not gonna, it's not gonna look nice. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy choice, Pittsburgh. I don't think it's that easy. Like, it's an easy choice on paper, but I think that game is. Um, I say that is Roethlisberger hurt? So he's not on, he's not on Vegas's board right now. That game. No, he was. I, something happened like where he was questionable. Yeah, he um, was. He was hurt against Dallas. He was. Uh, he yeah, had a pretty scary so looking he, knee bang up. So apparently, oh, as of this morning, well, no, they also said that he can't, he couldn't practice, but they were prepping as if he was going to play. Interesting. So, yeah, and then um, the See, other. See, I would change new... my pick if I think Cincinnati will win that if if there's no Roethlisberger. They are just garbage without Roethlisberger. We saw last year they they are not very good without Roethlisberger. The defense is no, great, no. but offensively they're terrible without Roethlisberger. Yeah, no, it's it's 100 percent true, and I mean, uh, the other. Uh, Charles oh. Jones was out. Vance McDonald too. tested positive. He's on the COVID list. Yep. So they're. I yep. guess that's why. That's why they're uh, not on the board. The old COVID I mean, outbreak. Listen, man. But this is something that you have to prepare for. I am curious to see what. Um. Come Sunday morning, like if Roethlisberger is like if he's a scratch at like eleven or like one o'clock on Sunday. Oh, they'll know sooner than that. Like, if he's a uh, – anybody that's on COVID list, they test, like, early in the morning so that they have their results back so they can see if they can play or not. But then they also have to get tested. Like, he'll get tested probably tonight, tonight. tomorrow, maybe tomorrow night, and then probably twice again Saturday as well as Sunday morning. Like, they're going to test the hell out of him to make sure it's all negative. Or force a negative because they want to purchase. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, they'll 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 yeah. go until they get two negatives because that's what they need or something like that. Two yep. or three negatives. Yep. All right. Since that was a snoozer, and this next one is a snoozer too. Uh, Four twenty-five on Sunday, the San Francisco Forty to play the New Orleans Saints. Say it. <sighs> Fucking say it. Say it. No, I want you to say it. Say it. Nah, yeah. And it's being Orleans. recorded. Yeah, say it one to, more you time. Have, you have to pick New Orleans. I'm sorry, I, one, one more time, can you please? One more time. <laughs> you have to pick New Orleans, but I, I like I have a like San Francisco's plus nine and a half in Vegas. I think that's that's sneaky. San Francisco maybe gets a couple guys back. I don't think Mostert's coming back this week, but Debo might come back this week. Uh New Orleans is coming off their their regular season Super Bowl. So like 
maybe they come out a little bit flat thinking they're going to steamroll the Niners. Might, might not be a bad little teaser throw in there. You, you tease, I can, tease I w- it up, tease it up to, to a little over 14. I could see that. I could see that. I will only argue the following. New Orleans steamrolls San Francisco because uh, they have to. They have to. They have to. Think about think about the division real quick, right? It's like we got to go back to the division. Um, they are very quickly going to become – what the fuck is going on right now? Hello? There we go. They are very quickly going to become the best team in that division – they're on a five-game win streak. They need to keep pace with Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay playing Carolina, come on, bro. They have to go out and whoop ass. And I think they're very cognizant that, like, the next what? Let's just take a look at their fucking schedule because I don't think it's it's that. Yeah, I mean, they have to go play the Niners, the Falcons, the Broncos, the Falcons again, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Panthers. Whose there schedule are, was that? The Saints. There's only one loss in that. Uh, I would say that there's potential losses. The other half, the other half lost the Chiefs, and even then, like it might be one of those weeks where the Chiefs just don't show up because they do that four times a year, and they just don't want to play. Yeah, I mean, they don't care. They're playing for playoffs. Absolutely, I I think the other half loss there is going to be the Vikings, just because the Vikings always give the Saints trouble. Maybe Uh, the Vikings are kind of getting their shit together a little bit too, so maybe by then. Maybe they've got a, a decent team by then. But, I mean, the flip side of it, too, is um, there's a pretty – there's so Debo Samuel is a long um, – Kendrick Bourne apparently might have a chance to come back and play. So I think he was cleared from COVID list, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, he was cleared, but they still don't know if he's, like, in – if he's ready to go as of right so and that was reported two hours ago. So we'll see. Um. All right, this is another tough one, man. I had a dude. I had a hard one with this one. I really didn't know what to do. Seattle versus the uh, L.A. the L.A. Rams. Oh, I was all over Seattle. Really? Any, anytime Russell Wilson plays that poorly, I'm all over Seattle the next week because he's going to come out pissed and he's going to throw for like 400 yards and seven touchdowns. Also, I took LA. Who, like, there's a lot going to be made that like Jalen Ramsey's going to cover DK or Lockett. I don't, Ramsey doesn't typically shadow; he'll play his side of the field, so he, he might match up against Lockett. He might match up against DK, but I don't care. Yep. Ramsey can get smoked by most receivers. <laughs> He's a very good oh, corner, sure. very good corner, but he takes a lot of risks too, and he gets burnt a lot. So I like that doesn't scare me at all. I'll take DK in that matchup all day long. Oh no, I take DK in just about any fucking matchup. In- yeah, I, I, plus, uh, I, I don't know. I, Wilson, uh, like Aaron Donald, staring down Aaron Donald doesn't scare Russell Wilson. So like, yeah, I, I like Wilson here. I'll, I'll take the Seahawks. I, I like Donald in this game. I also think that just like Russ, um, Goff has to have a bounce back game too after last week. I don't, um, he needs a bounce back season. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, but like the Dolphins embarrassed him last week. Like it, it wasn't even it wasn't even fun to watch. Dude. Oh, that's right. They had a bye last week, right? Mm-hmm. After the mm-hmm. yeah, after that ass whooping. Yeah, yeah. So they they took a bye. They have two weeks. They're rested. I don't know, man. I feel like you know, 
Russ might be pissed, but that team's going to be nice, chill, ready to go. Um, I don't know. I, again, I thought this was a, a coin toss for me. I could see your point on, on Russ coming out pissed, but I don't know. L.A. at home, it's not a far travel for either team. I just think L.A. at home on a, on a what, 1 o'clock afternoon on a Sunday just makes sense for the uh, for the Rams to, to, to whoop some ass. I don't even think, again, I think that's another tight one too. Like I don't even think that this is a blowout game by any stretch of the imagination, but we also didn't think that last week for Seattle. So. Yeah, I don't think they'll blow them out. And like, surprisingly, the Rams are actually favored in Vegas right now, a point and a half. I just like my, my only process, my only thought process behind it was Russ is going to be pissed. That same reason I, you know, I was so high on Tampa Bay. Like my only thought process is Brady's going to be pissed. Like, yeah. And sometimes with more, those great players, like it's really all it takes. Who are you more scared of in a locker room? A pissed off Brady or a pissed off Russ? A Brady. I think Brady is psychotic in a locker room. <laughs> I, I just got a message that says uh, Phil Rivers is has been stuck in his throwing motion ever since we started recording this. So. <laughs> Phil Rivers can fucking die in that throwing piece of shit. Yo, just I I gotta tell the story. So three weeks in a row, three weeks in a row, I had Indian, I had Indianapolis on some fucking teasers. Okay. And in one of those, I had a Phil Rivers teaser. In oh boy. All three times I got burned. All three <laughs> times, and it was because this motherfucker decided to go ahead in the fourth quarter and just go, oh, I have a noodle arm now. Whoop, and like just whatever and you know what the fact that fucking indianapolis gave him that much drives me fucking nuts because you know he was a bad charger he never won dick in san diego he didn't win shit indianapolis was pay all sorts of come over here and fuck up our franchise and like it's exactly what's gonna happen it's exactly what's gonna happen brissette wasn't that bad Brissett was not that bad for that That's team. That's the weird thing. Like, I don't think their offense is really any better with Rivers than it was with Brissett. No. <laughs> no, it's worse because there's more picks. It's worse because there are more picks. And I think every time he throws a pick, it's left him. You'd have to pay a fuck ton in child support. That's literally all I think it is. 820 on Sunday. <laughs> 820 on Sunday or 840 on Thursday. Uh, the Broncos fan... Uh... Goes in on Phillip Rivers. Yeah, eight twenty next sun or this Sunday, the Baltimore Ravens travel to New England. <laughs> this is a joke. This is almost like a this is almost like a a, a horse walks into a kind of joke. Like this is just bad. This uh, is such a Baltimore all day, all night, twice literally twice on Sunday. Baltimore. I'm New taking England, New England I'm, is so bad. I'm taking whatever that over under turn. I'm taking the over in is for cam i'm absolutely taking the over on the over for what with cam for turnovers oh i'm i'm taking the overs on turnovers for cam for whatever that game is that baltimore defense is gonna fucking hurt someone and like it's so nice to see them going back to being like normal ass baltimore again where they're just like oh we want to murder people on the field and it's fine i'm very excited to see that happen um yeah and they don't i don't know if they're getting uh their uh marlon humphrey back maybe their best corner but like that don't, they don't really need him for this game. New England has nobody to throw the ball to. What little Cam Newton can throw the ball anyway. Like This is going to be not a close game. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I have high hopes. 
that this game ends up being a fucking dud. And I'm taking the under on on New England too. Oh, they're they're team under. Yeah, I'm taking the under on New England. It's got to be really low because the game over under is only forty three and a half. Yeah, I think there's. I think oh, last time I saw it was like twenty one and a half or like twenty one or some shit like that. So yeah, I, I I would take that under all day. I think they they don't score fourteen points in this game. Like they barely scratch fourteen. I can um, see that Monday night, Monday night, November sixteenth at eight fifteen. Another fucking juggling game. Another game that I did not know how to fucking pick. So this is the third game. So if I go this week, uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. If I go twelve and two or, or, or eleven and three, this is this is the third game that burns me. Minnesota versus Chicago uh, at Soldier Field. Who do you got? Minnesota. I didn't even think. Yeah, it was easy pick for me. I think I didn't even have to think that hard about it. Chicago has a great defense, but they have absolutely no offense. They have no quarterback. And Minnesota's getting their shit together. And Dalvin Cook is just running like a madman right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and also, Mitch Trubisky sucks. Yeah, I mean, he's not even playing. He'll, he'll Nick never Foles play sucks. for the Bears again, probably. But Foles also Nick, is, is Nick not Foles very sucks. good. Like, no, if you, benched, if you benched one, I think Trubisky has. I mean, Foles is going to have to get benched at some point this season, no? Uh, I mean... Come on, bro. You don't think so? Well, their only other option is Trubisky. Like, are you really and, improving your chances by benching Foles for Trubisky? Listen, bro, at least he's healthy. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, this team... I saw the argument before that at least Trubisky has a little bit of mobility, so you could do some different things with the offense, but like... It doesn't matter if he can roll out or run a boot. Like he can't throw. He's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just it also looks like from what I'm. Um. Oh my God, it also looks like from what I'm seeing here that like the Bears, uh, David Montgomery's down. Uh, who else? I just saw it on the list. Robert uh, Robertson Harris is also placed on I. Um, there's just they're just laden with just bad injuries, top to bottom, all over that fucking team. Um, what really made me upset though was that last week they were they released Ted Ginn. Um, made me really sad to see uh, Ginn not have a team anymore. I'm gonna be honest, I had absolutely no idea he played for them. Oh no, me neither. I I was just I was <laughs> surprised, but then it made me sad that he because I remember when Ted Ginn was a beast. So, um, you know, there it goes. But apparently Nick is like uh, apparently the Bears really do believe in Nick though and like that that's what drives me nuts is well, like they're paying him 19 million dollars they have to say they believe in him. Well, yeah, well the other side of it is that he finally bought a home in Chicago. So he bought like this like 3 million dollar home in like or some shit like that. So you know, whatever, but more importantly, I this game is not this game is going to be another 27-20 it's a field goal game. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be a Minnesota blowout. I think it's going to be a little closer than that because Minnesota's not that good defensively. Oh, I think it'll be closer just because Chicago's defense is that good. I don't. I don't. I don't think they can. They're not going to put up thirty-five on Chicago or anything. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, they, they won't. If they score three times, that'll be enough for Chicago. That'll be enough to top Chicago's offense. Yeah, it's it, wild it, though. It's, hey, like I said earlier, Chicago gets a quarterback. Uh, they win that division. Because of their defense, if they could score anything, if they had any kind of offense, they win the division. I, and it sucks to say that out loud. Hold on one second, my uh, 
someone's been knocking on my door. I'll be right back. Matt, cover me for like a minute. My bad. <laughs> I think we're uh, pretty close to wrapping up, actually. We've gone through our NFL picks. Uh, Washington should sign Ted Ginn. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be in the signing game anytime soon until they figure out their quarterback situation. Which probably won't be until April's draft. Uh, same system, yeah, yeah. He'd be a he'd be good to open up the offense a little bit uh, for McLaurin for sure. Although the other kid's been playing pretty well, uh, I don't even remember his name. Fucking Domino's guy showing up to my door. Like I didn't order pizza, bro. She's like, "Are you apartment 11? I'm like, "No." 12 he goes but it says it's 11 i go no my man this is 12 he goes but it's 11 i go yeah bro it, it's it's 11 they probably thought it was 12 which is downstairs he's like okay so we don't want a domino sponsorship is what i'm hearing nah bro i want good pizza i live in jersey bro you know we got good pizza here man we got great pizza you already know how it goes um so Tomorrow, we might, uh, I think we should kind of do a quick plug real fast. Uh, we might have a very special Friendsgiving Day special, maybe. We may have an on-location pod, aside from our normal Monday-Thursday schedule. Yeah. It might be some lunacy on Sundays, so just a bunch of drunk heads talking shit and talking sports. Uh, it mostly just might be me being upset at Friday's Uruguay-Columbia game, which is very possible. <laughs> Are you prepared for me to for me to be in a bad mood all night on Friday? Let me just read this. This will cheer you up. Domino's delivery still faster than Philip Rivers throwing motion. <laughs> That's a top five all time comment. Who sent that? <laughs> Who sent that? Give that guy a fucking medal. That's a fucking <laughs> legend. You know what? This this podcast should just be like should just be named Noodle Art, the Phil Rivers saga. Because <laughs> fuck that guy And the horse he rode in on I hate him so much God damn it We'll do a whole pod uh, where, where, no. where Chad is only Philip Rivers jokes Oh that would be priceless It should just be Philip Rivers memes of him Because he's uh, from like Southern California right Like isn't uh, I'm not sure but uh, Where the fuck is Philip Rivers going Let's get some podcast merch out. going Podcast merch could be a thing going forward Oh, I've uh, I've already started designing shit, so don't don't you worry about that. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's from Decatur, Alabama. Do people from Alabama actually blow time? I thought that was like a Texas thing. Yeah, Texas would have been my first thought. Yo, he's 38 years old. He's up there. He's up there in in sports years. He's up there. Bro, my man is just stealing money, bro. Like he's literally just stealing money. Philip and Tiffany Rivers have nine kids. Dot dot dot. And counting? That's literally the first article from the Sporting News. You say stealing money. That like, If they win tonight, they ha- they could win the division. Fuck you. They're not winning. They're tonight. not winning playoff games, I don't think. But No. And I feel like the only re- reason he's in the league, not to make this, because he wants to beat every record that he can potentially beat before he retires. Because he just passed Dan Marino's um, all-time, pass, uh, all-time passing list. 
Like he just passed them. So oh, God, that hurts to hear as a Dolphins. Fan. I know, but again, that's a reason why you should hate Phil Rivers. I could live with Peyton. I could live with Breeze. I could live with Brady. Not Phil Ooh. Rivers. Rivers Rivers beating out Marino and something is uh, disgusting. That one hurts. It's literally disgusting. That it's disgusting. It, it it's the only word to use. It's gross. It's 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 churlish and unnecessary, <laughs> and I hate everything he stands for. Um, the way we do every every pod. You got anything to plug, big boy? Um, no, same thing we started, uh, same thing we started the pod with. If, um, if, if you're watching live and you like fantastic music, uh, there's a link down here. Uh, my man here makes fantastic beats for, for every mood. There's a new album released on Monday. You can listen to it. You can download it for free. Uh, he charges nothing for it though. Uh, uh, donations are, are, are throwing 10 bucks there doesn't hurt his feelings any no, um, but also provides all the music for um for a couple of our um video game streams so definitely check it out there will absolutely be some stuff in there that everyone likes and uh <laughs> need a beat for philip rivers rage rant we can make that happen <laughs> oh, i already got it uh don't worry that shit's already on deck <laughs> that could be done so yeah um, only thing i'm plugging is uh is, is you big boy I appreciate that. Um, I will do a follow-up. I have one idea for a pod that I think we should probably do somewhere down the road. I would like to, um, at some point in time, uh, do a a new draft. I, I would like to do a a a a, a, uh, a Simmons-esque redraftables. <laughs> um, I think that we could have some fun. I have a sneaking suspicion that we could pick some fun NFL or NBA years. Um, but mostly I am looking at uh, probably the 2001 NFL draft. Uh, I think I don't even, I have no clue who was drafted there, but I'm down uh, the 2001 <laughs> NFL draft, just to give a little preview. All right. You ready for this? Are you, are you ready for this? Who was drafted in 2001? In 2001, the following people were uh, drafted in the first five picks of the draft. Michael Vick, Leonard Davis, Jared Warren, Justin Smith, and LaDainian Tomlinson. Man, I forgot LT. I remember that was the Vick draft, but I forgot LT went that year too. Yep, he was on there. Down a ways though. Was that Ray Lewis and Reed? Was that? No, I think that was 2000 or 99. I think that was 2099. That was the, uh, uh, let me double check. That's right. Yeah. I think they were before that. I think they were before that. Yeah. They were a few years before that. Um, and then after that, six through 10 was Richard Seymour, Andre Carter, David Terrell, Corin Robinson, Jamal Reynolds, and Dan Morgan. Um, a lot of these guys, I mean, one, two, three, three of the guys that I just mentioned, um, are, you know don't mean anything to the fucking to the nfl right but of those seven of them were either pro bowlers or hoppers, right so uh and yeah, there's Seymour some interesting... had a fantastic career yo listen man stephen hutchinson was was drafted 17 uh deuce mccallister reggie Jeez. wayne drew Brees. uh who else am i looking at here i'm just going down the list real quick oh yeah we can we can definitely steve smith uh, yeah that's a fun draft we could do that yeah, and we would only probably do like, you know, 15 or... Oh, TJ Huzmanzada at two. Uh, 
yeah, there's some fun ones here that you can definitely uh, have some fun with. This draft, I would probably say, was maybe one of the more transformative NFL drafts um, from what I've read. There, there. I mean, there's just been a lot of talk about how absolutely just it was just a game-changing draft for the NFL ways. Um, so like 99, 98. 98, 99, 2000, 2001 were probably some of the most interesting drafts maybe in NFL history because they set up the league for like 10 or 15 years. And and I definitely think if we do them now historically, we would find some some really interesting names that, I mean, to to give you an idea real quick before I let us go here, uh, imagine you being one Champ Bailey, okay? And being drafted seventh. But you were drafted behind Donovan McNabb Akili Smith, Edgaron James, Ricky Williams, Tory Holt. Like that's wild. Honestly, there's only only Achille Smith I would put not ahead of. No, definitely not. Not ahead of. Chan. I wouldn't put. I don't know about Tory Holt though. If we're if we're I don't I don't no 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 I don't want to get into this right now. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Because like, we're saying. looking at draft value for teams and like all no no no, no, no I don't want to no. I don't, don't want to get time. scientific right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think it could be a lot of fun. And, uh, last but not, uh, want to say that we will be doing, uh, we've officially come up with a name for our pod. Uh, I think we, we, we all kind of agreed upon that first name that Ender threw out and we'll be doing a, uh, we settle on, you want to, we settle on capes and coffee. Is that the, the unmaskables? Oh, the unmaskables. Okay. Yeah. The unmaskables. Yeah. So well, that's we're... The, the big announcement then right now. Yeah. The unmaskables. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a kind of like a biweekly pod. So uh, we're going to be doing kind of like a book club where the three or four of us, we might get a couple of uh, additional go- uh, guests to come on and um, see, you know, read a series of comics and talk about them and, and kind of see how they go and, and what the conversations are. Uh, also, they're going to be comics that you might not be familiar with or characters that we don't really know a lot about, which is going to be super fun because I know Marvel is doing a really good job of including new characters into their cinematic universe, so it should be super sweet. Um, last but not least, I do. I'm going to replug it again. Go draft my fucking music. Go listen to that shit. ctbmusic.bandcamp.com. I don't give a fuck if you don't got no money. You don't have to pay it. I'll give it to you for free, but you got to come back later, and I'll charge you $20. Um, <laughs> First hit is free. Um, but no, yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun to make the music, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll see you maybe Saturday or Sunday or Friday night. What are we? Do- what are you thinking? Tomorrow night? I don't know. We may wing it. We may wing it. This it might be an impromptu uh, in person watching. On I think location pod. I think we should do it while we're watching games live. Sunday could be good. Sunday could be good. We could have a bunch of games on at once, and uh, maybe maybe live pod uh, some of the games. Yeah, talk some shit and have some fun. That could be good. Yeah, we may bank on that. Okay. Uh, but other than that, Mondays and Thursdays, the typical uh, typical schedule. They're not usually this late in the evening. Today was was my fault. Um, they're usually out on Spotify by now. Um, which leads me to the last thing. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, listen to it on Spotify. Yes, uh, yes. Tell, tell your mama to listen. Your tell your mama, your auntie, your cousin, your cousin's cousin, your sister's cousin. <laughs> Uh, your frozens, your frozens are important too because they're part of the family technically. Um, and yeah, if you're in the chat, man, don't don't hesitate to ask us questions. Don't hesitate to talk shit about Phil River. Send us Phil River memes. Um, send us Phil River gifts. Just go Phil Rivers crazy. And um, the Phil Rivers podcast will be back on Monday. 
I can't wait till we kick off the comic book podcast so that we don't have to talk about Philip Rivers. <laughs> Yo, if he 